This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It podcast and happy Wait For It Wednesday. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino, and I am here with a very special episode that I am excited to bring you guys. We teased it very briefly on this past episode, week's episode of What Did I Miss? I am here to review Disney Pixar's newest outing, Onward, and I was fortunate enough to see an early screening of the film this past weekend with a friend, and I am excited to bring you guys my thoughts and as well as how I feel feel about the movie, of course, with an overall grade, so you can decide whether or not you're going to see it this upcoming weekend or in the next few weeks or so. So before I get started, to those of you that are new to the show, thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned to the very end, and I'll let you know where you can find all of our content as well as interact with us on social media. And then, of course, for those of you that are back and have been supporting us, thank you guys so much. We really, really appreciate it, and you know, we we couldn't do this without you. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get right into the review. I'm going to do things a little bit differently this time. Normally with movie reviews, we do likes and dislikes, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to break it up into specific categories, very similarly to how we did it when we did the Disney bracket a couple of years ago. So I'm going to see how that goes. And if that's something you guys prefer, as opposed to just breaking it down into likes and dislikes, let me know. And hopefully this goes well. So going to give you guys a little synopsis of the film. And this is from the directly from the website. So set in a suburban fantasy world, Disney and Pixar's Onward introduces two teenage elf brothers who embark on an extraordinary quest to discover if there is still a little magic left out there. Pixar Animation Studios' all new original feature film is directed by Dan Scanlon and produced by Corey Ray, the team behind Monsters University. And of course, Onward is going to be out in theaters on March 6th, this upcoming weekend. So there's a lot to like about this film and the first category that I'm going to get into is story and originality. Now the two main characters are Ian Lightfoot played by Tom Holland and Barley Lightfoot played by Chris Pratt. And let me tell you the story itself isn't really doing anything to completely reinvent the wheel in terms of their quote-unquote quest. Now, fans of the fantasy RPG genre are going to love this film because there's so many really, really cool references to that realm or to that world, I should say, and it's played off very, very well, including some humor that's going to go over some kids' heads for sure, but it's that was put in there for the adult audiences, which I really, really enjoy. Now, the story doesn't work whatsoever if the two main characters aren't likable, and they certainly are. Ian is your typical protagonist that's just very shy, doesn't have a lot of confidence. And then Barley, on the other hand, is very Andy Dwyer. For those of you that are familiar with his Parks and Recreation character that Chris Pratt played for so many years, just a guy who tries to see the good in everything, but also build up Ian's confidence and try to just convince him, hey, you can do this. You're capable of so many great things, and I have always seen them in you. But on the other side of things, you know, there's just the, like I said, just as far as their quest, you know, it's the very typical, hey, go from point A to point B to point C type of thing. And it's just you know, not not that it's it's bad. It's just we've seen it before, and we've also seen it before done a little bit better. Now, of course, those I mentioned the two main characters, but there are some very very good supporting characters in this. Specific shout out to Laurel Lightfoot, who is played by uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and she is just 
fantastic along with the character named Corey, also the manticore who is played by octavia spencer these two are kind of actually given their own like side quest is what i guess you can explain it and it's just really fun to watch because they have really good chemistry almost as good a chemistry as tom holland and chris pratt do so it was actually really really fun to see their quest play out alongside the main characters and that's something that i really enjoy and some of the best moments in the film uh, do take place with the manticore or Corey, and especially in her tavern that used to be you know this epic you know just I guess you could say lair for her. She was a quest giver. Again, another nice nod to RPGs. And But now she is adopted to the times because in this world of Onward, where there used to be prevalent with magic all over the place, and that is essentially how people lived, eventually things evolved throughout the times, much like they have here in our own real world. So people just started to you know stray away from magic, and she ended up having to adapt with the times in her tavern, or her uh, lair, essentially, tavern has now turned into what is comes down to pretty much what is a buffalo wild wings or something along those lines and it's just a really really intelligent and smart use of the of the world and and to see how you know someone like that would have to adapt to the times is really just really really smart like i said i mean there's not really much uh, there's not really a better word for it so as far as the story and originality it's it's solid it's it's like i said not doing anything in terms of reinventing the genre altogether but it still works just fine now as far as the finale they took a route and a risk that i definitely did not see coming and that was really 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 refreshing and ultimately I think delivered an ending better than the one that we were all expecting as well so for them to do that I think that was just excellent for them to do now I, I I will admit this it's a Disney Pixar movie this one got me again I immediately texted my sister after the film and I was like ah, damn it they got me again you know because <laughs> this film is really going to speak to those people that have lost a family member and it's it's going to get very emotional at points there are there are certain times in this film where I got incredibly choked up and it, but at the end is where it, the tears finally did start to flow but uh, it, for those of you who have experienced loss and and uh, this one is is really really going to get to you and but ultimately deliver a really feel-good story so moving on to the next category we'll talk about visuals and you know it's a disney pixar film and the world itself is really cool it's actually something i wish i could have seen a little bit more of because as i mentioned you know it's it's a world that used to be filled with you know magic but uh, now everyone is just kind of adapted to the updated times but you know there are there are minotaurs and and centaurs and uh, elves the main characters are elves and you know there's dragons as pets and unicorns that are essentially raccoons um it's it's really really interesting and, and i would have liked to see it explored a little bit more i do understand that nest you you're you're dealing with a relatively you know short time frame to kind of capture the audience's attention which i really get but a little bit more time spent in in the actual environment and the world i think would have benefited this film a lot more now the visuals did not stand out to me in as much as they did in say a movie like coco who which is just full of just 
beautiful, vibrant colors. And not to say that Onward is dull by any means necessary, because it's definitely not. But it just, there are moments in Coco, and, and I, I hate to compare it to that because it's really, honestly, one of my top three favorite Disney films of all time. But there are moments in Coco, especially when I saw it in theaters, where I literally was kind of taken out of the movie because I was just admiring the incredible beauty of that film. And, and there's not really a moment in Onward where I just sat back and really just kind of tried to uh, observe the visuals. And, and, and that's not necessarily, I'm not trying to say, like I said, I'm not saying that it looks bad whatsoever. But in terms of some of their other outings, even Up, which I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of, I've said that before, even Up has some breathtaking moments as far as its scenery and visuals. And there's not really a moment like that here in Onward, in my opinion. Um, but it is it is still, it's still up to standards, though, as far as, you know, the, the animation. And it, it's nothing, but it's just nothing to write home about is what I'll say. And the next category I'm going to get into, guys, is another category from our Disney bracket, which is rewatchability. So are you going to want to go back and see this film multiple times? Now, there are plenty of Disney films that I have gone back in theaters and seen for a, for a second or even sometimes third viewing. I think Coco was one of those I saw twice in theaters. Inside Out is one that I saw as well uh, multiple times. This is not something that I'll necessarily go see in theaters again. Uh, how uh, have I had I not been able to or had I been able to bring my daughter the first time around, it probably wouldn't warrant a second viewing for myself. Although, for those of you that are, again, fantasy RPG enthusiasts, there are a lot of really, really, really subtle nods to the genre that are hidden in the background. And that's something that I would like to go back and revisit once the film finally comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. I do really like, me personally, I don't know how, how y'all do it, but I, I love to collect the steel books, like from Best Buy or the ones that come with the art books, like at Target. So those are the only times that I'll really, really buy the film. If I miss out on either one of those, then it usually stays out of my collection altogether because of the you know the introduction of Disney Plus. Uh, as Eric would say, by the way, Disney Plus is available for only six ninety nine a month. You can also bundle it with Hulu and ESPN. <laughs> so uh, keep that in mind. But yeah, Eric would be really proud of me. I feel if, if once he hears that part, yeah. You're welcome, buddy. But uh, no, as far as in theaters, it's probably something that's only going to warrant a watch through on one, uh, one one occasion. Now, I would like to see it like on a bigger scale, like maybe in IMAX, because there are moments in this film that, you know, uh, like, like I said, I, I would have liked to see a lot more of the the world itself and i think it would be really cool to see it on a bigger screen um they did not have this in xd this early showing it was on a standard uh, you know a standard film or a standard theater i should say so i wasn't able to see it in that but it's not necessarily something i'll go out of my way to see but i am going to take my daughter because she was very very excited to see it uh, but i don't think it's going to warrant multiple views like a movie like like a coco or an up or things or inside out things like that nature so but still a good film nonetheless. Now, I'm going to move on here to my final score. Before I do that, however, I'm going to let you guys know how it's faring in terms of Rotten Tomatoes. And so it is currently running an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Many of the critics have been fairly positive. However, the ones that are on the negative side have been, I think, just unnecessarily negative. Um, one of them... Now, this one I do agree with from the Chicago Sometimes from Richard Roper. Onward begins with an intriguing premise, but does 
doesn't come close to fully fleshing out the possibilities. And I think that's the overall theme of this movie is possibility. They're, they had a really big opportunity to kind of delve much more into this very, very interesting world. And when I think of that, I, I think of a world like How to Train Your Dragon, which by the third film, you know, you're very, very much so invested in the world of those, of those characters. And I think there was some there was some possible there were opportunities that were missed here for sure um some of them were like this one from oliver jones from the observer despite its title onward is a regressive film sometimes painfully so i don't get that review whatsoever and and, and granted i need to go and read these in full to kind of really delve into why he felt that way but i i don't feel like it was regressive any points like i said it's not going anything to really push the genre forward in terms of disney and pixar and in terms of their storytelling but it's not regressive any by any means necessary and then some of the positive reviews go go on to say you know onward is a masterpiece that's from comicbookmovie.com um so i saw a couple of reviews one review that said it is almost perfect uh, pixar is finest when the entire family can enjoy the film on almost entirely the same level that's from joe negroni from the young folks i uh, gave it a nine out of ten so yeah they're they're while there are some reviews that are trending on some of the you know less than less than stellar side overall the movie has been received very very well it is running a 63 out of 100 on metacritic so you know that's that's a middling you know or a low d on on that kind of scale but you know i i think uh, it, it deserves a lot more praise than some people uh, seem to be giving it all right, so moving on to my final score here, my verdict. Onward delivers a heartwarming and rewarding story and is carried on the strong voice performances from Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. And of course, a special shout out going to the Manticore, played by Olivia Spencer, and Laurel Lightfoot, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. This film will surely impact those of you who have lost a family member, and I'm more than willing to admit that Pixar once again got the tears flowing for me. And while not as impactful and visually breathtaking as Coco, or innovative as a film like Inside Out, they did take a risk with the climax of the film that I really appreciated. This is a must-see for fans of the fantasy RPG genre, as it is just jam-packed with references and nods. It's because of all of these things, I'm going to give Onward an 8.5 out of 10. So a lot of positive things, and, and those positive things really, really outweigh the opportunities that were provided, that were presented themselves in the movie so that is my review for onward you guys and are you going to go see it and what did you think of this review did it help at all let me know you know on on facebook or, or instagram or twitter um, for those of you that I, I mentioned you know any new users i'm going to let you guys know where you can find all of our content we're pretty much anywhere you find your podcast we're on anchor apple podcast spotify google play Pandora and Podbean. One of the best ways you can support us is go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and a comment. We love reading those comments and we really appreciate all the support. You can also find us at Facebook and Instagram at the Wait For It Podcast and on Twitter at the Wait For It Pod. You can also leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash wait for it podcast slash message. And you can find me on Twitter at Phil the Filipino. That is F-I-L-I-P-I-N-O. So there you have it, you guys. I was really excited to bring you this early access review to Onward and hope that this is going to be ultimately helpful in your movie watching experiences. So that's it for this week on Wait For It Wednesday. Remember, anything when it comes to entertainment, movies, television, anime, sports, wrestling, and everything in between, you can find it all right here. All you got to do is wait for it. We will see you next time, guys. This is the Wait For It Podcast. 